I almost can't bear to look. I almost can't. Oh. Oh, it's okay. It's benign. There's no excitement really, but it's okay. Impact this week. Six matches. Too good for... Yeah. Some cul-de-sacs as far as angles go, but not entirely awful. Terrible when you have to say that about a wrestling promotion, isn't it? First of all, we've got Fire and Flavour again. Who on earth thought of that? That'll be some, you know, exec, won't it? Who has just thought, I know the streets. Don't you worry, I go to get my copy of the Wall Street Journal at the 7-Eleven. I know what's going on on the streets. Anyway, you've got Steels from Fire and Flavour versus Havoc with Nevea there, of course. Should be a good start to this, and it really isn't. It all turns this match on Nevea grabbing Steels' foot. There's a big pile driver type move that Havoc does pretty well, actually, for the pin. It's absolutely nothing special. And this followed by more confusing news about Shamrock. We're going to show you what happened when he went off. Off when the cameras stopped rolling last week, of course, at the end of last week, he starts to attack everybody, including referee Brandon Toll, who's getting a bit more character work than I would like. Afterwards, he slaps Sammy Callahan, which is quite good actually. Even Callahan can't control him. So then we we, we learn that he's been indefinitely suspended. This is the person who, a few months ago, you were inducting in your Hall of Fame. That's a a good guy move. Yeah, Callahan in Demore's office saying, yeah, I'm pleased you did it here, take my hand. Demore can't understand it. That Callahan's such a complicated fellow. Then Swan and Dreamer. Now, this is interesting because they are teaming up and they're going to team up at, the, at Revolution, which is an impact special event, I think, one of those things. Um, but because Swan's talking about, you know, you're now 50, Tommy, and all of that, and keep talking about Terry Funk these two cannot be compared that would be wrong to do that to Funk and it would be wrong to do that for Dreamer as well anyway Dreamer's getting a bit cheesed off with you know he says you know don't you worry tonight we're in the main event you know I'll take most of the most of the work he does actually in the main event but Dreamer says don't worry I'll do my bit as well you know and when you get tired as well as I can go all night because I'm young that's quite nice, and it could be a good wrinkle. So I like the work they've done there. But here are the Good Brothers to take us back to Stink Town. They try so hard to make themselves look ever so good. There's a couple of action figures, by the way, now that you can buy of the Good Brothers. I think you can add a charisma add-on, so they'll look better. They'll be better than the real thing. Anyway, even Storm and Sabin can't make this better. Storm is given most of the opportunity to talk. He does the usual, cuts the usual promo. I stopped listening about 15, five words in. And Sabian says nothing. Except at the end, when he clearly hangs around after the Gubbles have gone off screen to say, yeah, ballless wonders. That's all he wanted to get in. Easy payday for that, isn't it, Chris? Anyway, this should be good because it's... Uh, Madman Fulton with Ace Austin, of course, versus Jason Alexander with, um... I don't mean Jason Alexander, do I? That would be extraordinary. 
that would be a great match. A Seinfeld match. Josh Alexander, don't I? And this should be, as I say, a great match because Josh Alexander can, can wrestle so well. We know that. I really hope he has a great singles career. We know Fulton is a big man who does big moves. So early on, Alexander goes for the ankle lock. Really, it's too early to do it. It's seconds after they start. and He just gets lifted by Fulton and thrown across the ring. Then Fulton hits a very nice move where he's got Alexander under the bottom turnbuckle, stands on the second turnbuckle and just pulls him up. So he's crushed against the turnbuckle. Very nice. Alexander comes back though with a German, a very nice German suplex. Fulton gets up straight away. Now Alexander's face, the facials are good there. He's very surprised. So he goes for the ankle lock again, but Fulton pushes him off right to the outside. Chokeslams him on the apron. Striker, of course, does the post-ironic, it's the hardest part of the ring, folks. Brings him into the ring, does it again. And it looks like Fulton is all over him. And Alexander won't be able to win this, but he does. He gets the Jake in a pile driver for the win. He puts some good moves together, really. So it's a, it's a nice sort of sunset flip type move off the top. Or actually a power bomb, really. Off the, he grabs him off the top to do that. Hits him with the elbow. Hits the pile driver move for the pin. Great. Yeah, it was a good match, this, actually. It worked very well. A bloody-nosed Alexander wins because of good wrestling and shows us his blood at the end. That was great. What isn't great, as we know, and these segues work so well because it's really peaks and troughs here. Well, sort of hillocks and troughs. Now we've got Myers coming out with an eye patch who rags on Edwards. Edwards comes out because he's snapped these days. Starts to beat him up. Out of nowhere, Hernandez, because... Well, we haven't got anything else for Hernandez to do. So you might as well get him to do that. We haven't seen this, but Myers must have, you know, must have been involved in some kind of financial transaction with him. And I think that Hernandez, as a mercenary, pretty much as I said a few weeks ago, Reno's scum who've gone missing, as a, merc as a mercenary tag team would be great. Love Hernandez as a mercenary. That would be brilliant. He's going to fight Eddie Edwards at Revolution. Because, of course, because he's been thumbed in the eye... He can't do that. He's wearing an eye patch and all of that. Who comes out then? Cardona. It's a bore. Inevitably, they will tag. Five minutes later, they tell us they will. I'm not excited for that at all. Nor am I for this. I thought Wrestle House was bad. But that was actually a really good idea compared to Swingers Casino. It's just in a room. There's a table. John E. Bravo is a croupier. God's sake, why keep him? He's wearing a Tarzan outfit. Swinger. Don't know why. At the end of it, Falabar said, it looks like, looks like we're in Groundhog Day. Looks up at the camera. We think they're going to go into a segue. Maybe they cut it. Nothing happens. Perhaps we'll come back to it next week. Perhaps they'll forget it completely. That is the way that impact works. And now we've got Stockbroker Steve with, with Rosemary versus Larry D with AC. Good Christ, it gets worse. Larry's upset because he's been in jail. Rosemary fitted him up. Oh dear. They're trying to make her into a kind of face, really. 
with Steve. Last week, they, they, the, the, the Triple XL said, we don't hit women. Quite right, too. So that he's going to face Stockbroker Steve. Rosemary has a really hackneyed shtick, that kind of demon thing. I mean, if you're going to go for it, really go for it. But it was difficult because Sue Young was around at the same time. Uh, I think that um, if you're going to kind of half do it, she's in transition at the moment. What she's going to go to, I do not know, because it's not working at the moment. The story of this match bites. Steve uses five of those. Larry stands on his head. And quite right, stands on Steve's head. He doesn't do a headstand. That would be extraordinary, even though Larry has got some abs. Then he just knocks him out with the right hand. There you go. That's all we need to see. Nothing much. And at the end, it looks like they're a bit frightened by Rosemary. <sighs> then we've got Sammy, who, of course, has given up on um, Shamrock. Maybe his contract's out. Maybe that's it. Anyway, he's sitting down with Trey saying, you really need a killer instinct. I don't like this idea of Sammy as some kind of manager or mentor. It doesn't really work. Either he is somebody who walks his own line or he is somebody who can influence somebody's career. The two don't work very well together. Next, something else that doesn't work at all. Triple X talking about, say, you know, the word is they're a bit frightened of Rosemary. But we don't hit women, so we can't do that. Enter to Neil Dashwood, who they don't know what to do with. I can't believe you don't know what to do with such a strong character. He's a great wrestler. She says, I can't, I, I can't, uh, I, I, I heard all of that. And I have no issue with beating up Rosemary for you. Why? I do not know. They like the idea. I think it's going to happen at Revolution. Why would she do it? No reason. She is in free fall. So, Susan who's somebody else who's in free fall with Perazzo and Lee versus Jordan Grace with Jazz. Susan, Sue Lee, Susie, Sue Young, should I say, Susie, great work. And there's great work with Susan. There's distinct characterization in here, but they've given her very little to work with because they've not really fleshed it out. What is she? Is she corporate? Is she a tight ass? Is she obsessed by the rules? What? She fights dirty, so that's quite a nice little bit, but they don't really make anything of it. And it's a shame because you have an in-ring performer who can really do this. She stalls for, for early on. Grace gets cheesed off with that, straight on her. Striker telling us that Susan is kind of long and lean and has that long look, he's right, and that she doesn't seem... Like she flows in the ring. That might be because she doesn't know what a characterization is or how to cover her moves. But a really good insight, Matt. Thank you very much for that. Grace um, sla hits two slams and a driver for a long two. And she gets that nice pump handle sort of whip slam backbreaker thing for the pin. Yes. And ODB is there. Remember her? Yeah, there's lots of nostalgia going on at the moment. Jazz is there, so why isn't ODB? Later on, she says, you never know, you never know, I might come back into the ring. 20 minutes later, she's there next week, or a revolution or whatever. That was a quick decision, wasn't it? On the hoof, on the hoof, on the hoof. 
Here's the Payday EW announcement. It is one of the best things again on Impact Programming. They've got Beach Blast or whatever it's called um, tonight, actually. And uh, and uh, they have coconut drinks, both Tony and Tony. And Tony Schiavone is wearing a rather large shark on his head and shark sunglasses, which is lovely to see. Now, TJP versus Rohit. This is non-title. Remember, Rohit was talking to a big dude last week. You know, you can help me. And they were really pushing that. I wonder who that could be. Considering that the um, special guest or the tease for the for the main event last week was a returning tray. This had better be someone good if they are in this match. Now, the match was good. It was fast. It was pretty brutal. Rohit hit loads of really good kicks and a great cannonball. And he worked on TJP's arm as well. He slowed things down. TJP didn't get that much in here. It was nice to see, actually. He countered a a go-to-sleep with a jumping knee, knocked TJP out, who, of course, gets under the ring because they're thinking he's going to come out as manic. But he's pulled out by Mahabale Shira, who is the big dude that Rohit was talking to. Another returning wrestler it looks like I don't know much about him it looks like he's returning so there's your excitement nobody knew another returning wrestler I don't think he, he didn't look like he manhandled TJP at all I think he just threw him back in the ring and there, there, there was the pin well, it was alright the match was good and it's nice to see Rohit get plenty of offence but yeah. oh dear Here is a promo from Violent by Design. Why is Joe Boring wearing a fur coat? Cody is doing some good staring work and his in-ring work is good. But Eric Young again fails to give us something good. Violent by Design, he tells us, is Violent by Design. That's like Brexit is Brexit. Do you know, EY, a lot of people are high on you. I'm not one of them. And... The longer this can slide down the card, or rather the quicker this can slide down the card, I will be happier. Okay, advert for Nitro Rebellion. It's Rebellion, not Revolution, isn't it? Is it Rebellion? Anyway, the special event. But in the background, you've got the JFK speech about going to the moon. We do not do these things because they are... I mean, there's a little bit of a of a difference, although I think it would be easier to go to the moon than it would for Impact 2 Exciters these days. Right, to the main event. Dreamer and Swan, of course, versus Moose and Bay. They're pushing the Dreamer as funk idea again. Striker, who is never knowingly undersold, is doing that again. It doesn't help either man. And in this match, Bay and Swan take most of the action, which is good. Dreamer, not going to take much of the action. He's older and he's he's taken his, his licks in the past. As, as Stryker says, has trouble bending down, has to lift his socks with his toes and put them on that way. And Moose doesn't do much at all. Is he injured? Don't know. But it is lovely to see Bay and Swan together. Bay hits a great uppercut on Swan. Massive. Really good fluid work between them, which Swan stops with a drop kick. There's even a really nice 
um, Dreamer abdominal stretch. He busts that out, it's nice, he cinches it in, Bay really sells it, it's great. And I love his Dusty Rhodes punch warm-up, even though he doesn't get all those in today. He hits a nice DDT on Bay, but the end is a mess. Moose has got a blind tag, Dreamer doesn't know, he's working on uh, Bay, he steps out of the way of Moose, Moose hits Swan, Swan, is he the legal man? think he might be it's kind of a collapse into the into a big heap for the pin and that's your mess for this week not as bad as last week it's now a four out of five they've gained a 0.5 that's something special for impact at the moment but you know it really isn't great and they really do need to stop this insider nonsense these ridiculous angles the kind of Ain't this achingly funny? No, it isn't. It just aches. You've got some really good wrestlers here. Give them a chance to wrestle. And just put those people who aren't so fantastic. And I'm afraid it's your recent um, your recent purchasers like Brian Myers into the background. Give the, give the smaller, faster guys a bit of work. Yeah... They're limping towards the special event. Let's see what shape they're in when they get there. Ta-ta.